Hello, Audio. This episode is a little different, so uh, we'll have to try to explain what's going on here. Why are we editing start, out the? Why are we editing the out the thing? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm recording everywhere else. Three, two, one. This meeting is being Hello recorded. Hello there, I'm History of the Flash. Be call me JD. Ahoy and combo country, also known as Hunter. Oh, woohoo! I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Also known as Harper, and this is a hero story, episode one fifty three. Uh, to start the episode, well, later in the episode, we're going to be reviewing uh, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn movie. But to start the episode, we have a very big announcement. Uh, many of you have been anticipating this. As guessing I correctly. I have. And guessing, guessing very correctly. <laughs> yeah, these are. Uh, worst kept secret. <laughs> these doofuses are not very good at keeping a secret. But uh, we have landed the biggest guest in a hero story history. And I could easily say that because we have landed the legendary mark wade for an interview uh it yeah. feels good to say because i've been sitting on that one for quite a while over um, a month two months now i think <laughs> yeah when, when, I, uh, when i when i first found out it was at like 5 a.m um when i got an email from mark wade in and june the, the, the only one who was up was harper because you know different times I, <laughs> I was like at 5 a.m i'm like holy shit holy shit holy shit i was like harper brace yourself he's like okay i'm braced and he was uh, okay. not braced because that i shit was, was not right <laughs> i sent you a selfie immediately like, hand over my mouth just like <laughs> i couldn't believe it Yes, I ran out to my mum and I was just like, "Mum, we're gonna have Mark Wade on the podcast. We're gonna actually have Mark Wade on the podcast." Mark Wade, writer. She was, just like, she was probably like, "Oh yeah, that's okay." Yeah, cool, <laughs> but Mark Wade has written things like Kingdom Come. He's written fantastic series that many people consider the best of Daredevil, Fantastic Four, The Flash. So he he's quite a major writer, and yeah, he'll be on next week. For... You've been quite a major writer. You are. I mean, just, he, it's Mark he is fucking Wade. He's like the pioneer ever. of modern comics. Ever. You pick a fucking character just... that he's touched, and they are exponentially better because he fucking wrote them. This isn't just Mark Wade writer. This is Mark fucking Wade. All right, we it can is... save this for next week when he's actually on, so we can like. Oh my ask god, it's, it's going to be embarrassing how much I simp for this fucking man. I'm going <laughs> to be think, like, I think I said that to Mark you, Harper. off the I was, bat. I was like, would it be wrong if I told him I love him? <laughs> dude, dude, dude. okay the best part is we're recording that the day before my birthday and so i'm gonna beg mark wade to give me a happy birthday oh man <laughs> you, like, you, have, mark, like, you, you have a cameo so you could just save that video for the rest of the time <laughs> yeah. so every birthday you could play that shit for yourself <laughs> if you have anything that you want to ask want us to ask mark wade there should be a oh, post yeah. on the hero story instagram no by comment now. that shit on youtube that way we oh get, yeah youtube uh, yeah comment bro. on youtube yeah. yeah comment on this YouTube video engagement yeah <laughs> but also there'll be probably be a post on uh, a hero story instagram so yeah just... but we won't count those because fuck you maybe <laughs> we want the youtube maybe. ones only. oh yeah do the youtube one anyways uh yeah that's our big announcement so now on to a rather different episode of a hero story suicide squared so yeah we're just gonna pause for a second you guys want to turn off your cameras and then i'll do a little oh sure thing yeah sure thing oh oh, wait like can we vamp what do you mean let's talk about what that means the suicide squad 2021 stars joel kinnaman uh that's the the first name you give out joel kinnaman (laughs) i like joel kinnaman (laughs) Kinnaman. You would get the sliding here. What's wrong with Joel Kinnaman? You're the one who's fucking Rick Flag's yellow shirt or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be very, very different. Uh, we are going to be, well, I am going to be introducing our Sewer Side Squad, where we're doing like the Suicide Squad on the show. So I am now Amanda Waller. Can I be Hunter Waller? Is that okay? Or do I have to be Amanda? 
Nah, nah, you're Amanda. Okay, well, I'll be Amanda Waller, so I have the power. I've actually placed bombs in everyone's head, and if they go out of line, they will either get kicked or get their head blown off, or maybe a bit of both. We'll see. So, I have kind of notes here to introduce everyone for the Suicide Squad of a Hero Story. I'm calling it Suicide <laughs> because, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. say the Su- actual word. Yeah, we're not the Suicide Squad. We're the Suicide Squad. I don't know. Uh, I didn't get a message for this one, but starting off, we have the Rick Flag of the group, a well-trusted soldier of mine that I placed a bomb in his head while he was sleeping because I thought it'd be kind of funny. JD, you want to introduce yourself? Even though you just did. Rick Flag, bitch. <laughs> JD, the yellow shirt. I didn't expect to get a yellow shirt. <laughs> Did you uh, buy while, that? While, yeah. while you're doing the intro, I'm like, like desperately find, trying to find a yellow shirt in my drawer. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> I can't believe you actually had one. All right, yeah. The Rick Flag. That's, that's very I, impressive. Yes, I wear full shirts because of America. Bitch. Well, if you if you end up going out of line, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to blow off your head. Uh, the next person I'll introduce here, uh, his crime for being in prison that he told me is he killed and has eaten over 700 <laughs> baby animals. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> Hello. Look, look, he's fucking dude. It's fucking yellow. <laughs> I got get a dickheads. I got a fucking boomerang. <laughs> I sure hope I make it through this Did movie. You color your tooth yellow. I got I got a permanent mark. <laughs> oh, oh no. My God. Oh no. That can't be good. That can't be good for your health. I said before the podcast, dickhead. I said it's probably not good for me. Fucking health. Nine out out of ten dentists would not recommend that. Or a fucking jacket and a beanie, dickhead. (laughs) You look exactly like him. All right. uh, Joe Courtney, my hero. Our next. This isn't all of us. There's actually a few more prisoners of the Suicide Squad. The next person, uh, their crime list is they were threatening violence against several landlords, rat-aided robbery, riding a cow drunk in the Scottish Highlands, accidentally engaging in a satanic ritual, and multiple occasions of tax evasion. This is Ratcatcher 2. That's the biggest Fuck, one. that would have been perfect for an Australian. <laughs> also known as Beth, who was on the show just, like two months ago. <laughs> who dressed up and brought a toy rat. Oh, shit. And our, our last member of the Suicide Squad, the one who kind of gave us this idea originally, sent me that a paragraph of a reason of why he's in prison. Uh, of I'm course he gonna, fucking did. I'm just going to go to uh, the main crime of it. Uh, he's a grad student who can't cook for the life of him. He got thrown in prison after he burned down a whole city block trying to heat up a hot pocket with a flamethrower. For this episode, he's become the peacemaker. Sean. Oh, shit! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh my god! Yes! Yes! yes. That's amazing! You did oh it! I tried so hard to out. keep like a serious face with this on. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Sean, that I looks actually know how so long good. This will last. That's fucking That's amazing. amazing. That is well done. You go wow, fucking bravo. shirted everything. Yeah. That is yeah. That wins. That wins wow. absolutely. Although I must say, I can smell like permanent marker stuff in the back of my throat and up through my nose, and I don't think that's good. Oh, it already broke. 
It already broke. <laughs> for audio <laughs> listeners, Sean is in a full peacemaker. For, for audio listeners, for audio listeners, like, I beg you, budget, like, uh, like this is the only time you have days. to go on YouTube ever. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, JD's wearing Rick Flag's yeah. yellow shirt. Harper colored his teeth. Well, tooth. I got a jacket. I got a fucking beady dickhead. Don't have to sell And he it. has an actual boomerang. I got a fucking or, boomerang that I found. I've got a fake rat and, a, or maybe a real rat and a coat on. And Sean his is name's in a full, Hotley, and I love him dearly. And Sean is in a full peacemaker's. <laughs> oh God! Like, can I'm we so specify that like? Can we specify that anyone can die this episode? That's the point. Right. So, yeah, the point of this is if anyone goes out of line, I will kick them from the call. So we'll if they're kicked from the, the episode, Please they're gone for die. the rest of the episode. That's it. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. The, the way, the way I'm me. viewing this is the second I get kicked, I could just go to bed. So Yeah, that's exactly it. No, JD, once you're kicked, you are out. Blow it up. JD, it's 7.50 p.m. <laughs> Blow it up! <laughs> This is this is either Captain Boomerang or a really shitty Jughead cosplay. <laughs> I'm yeah, weird. Are. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in. I don't want to fucking fit in, cunt. So yeah, this... <laughs> are you Captain Boomerang? <laughs> we were both Australian. I mean, so. it's technically true in the comics, so. It'll work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could be. You're the Owen. Son. <laughs> oh, Owen. Are you my Owen dad? Mercer over there. Oh, oh my god, I see speed how my powers. fucking dad is. Oh my god. Look at Sean trying to fix it. Peacemaker. Now Sean's not going to have enough tinfoil to cook for the rest of the week, but at least he got that done. <laughs> I bought three rolls for this. <laughs> Holy shit. It actually looks Holy pretty good. Shit, I just started. So I came up with this idea Wednesday because I was like, let... I was just sitting. I'm like, you know, what would be fun for the Suicide Squad podcast? Because, like, everybody messages me, like, I'm the Suicide Squad expert of this show or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to do something. And then I went, well, John Cena keeps showing up to everything in the Peacemaker suit. <laughs> he what is. if? What if? So as soon as I thought of it, I went to the mall and I went through every single store, FYE, GameStop, anything. And then finally I go, Hot Topic won't let me down. And they didn't. I got the that, shirt. That, that's the first time that sentence has ever been said in human history. Hot Topic won't yeah. let me down. Hot Topic won't let and me got down. The Peace <laughs> shirt. And I got it. And then I had these gloves because I meant to clean my floors and I never did. <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought they were just screen accurate gloves. Yeah. <laughs> you just went to James Gunn. That's why I smell like Home Depot. Yeah. Tin foil and cleaning gloves. Oh, man. We have to send oh, like a screenshot or something uh... this to James Gunn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Come on, come on a hero story. Fuck, imagine, imagine if Suicide Squad was next week. Mark Wade comes on for the Suicide Squad. And I'm just like, g'day, guys. I'm fucking Captain Boomerang. And he's just like, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, hey, Mark what do you think of Suicide Squad? Uh, when I've written them? No, 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 the movie. No, the movie. <laughs> I mean, on, on Word Balloon, Mark actually talks a lot about like movies that he like he loves superman and lois and he loves the mcu and stuff so. that's awesome that yeah, is, we that. could we could just talk keeps about getting it. better doesn't he yeah he, he never lets you down so now the suicide squad is a movie that came out um in 2016 i think so would you like to review <laughs> what you guys uh, think i thought enchantress was a weird movie <laughs> Like, why would you yeah, yeah, Joker. Kind of <laughs> it's hard to judge because there's barely any screen time of him but yeah, the laugh was release the IR cut, goddamn. Hey, speak, speaking of speaking of characters that have very little screen time and are kind of just not that good, Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, 
We're getting we're getting started right away. Uh, Jamie, right. you movie. just watched this movie, right? I just watched this movie. Like you finished it like twenty minutes ago. I finished it not a little more than twenty. I probably finished it like an hour ago at this point. What are your thoughts? What do you think I thought? You probably hated it. <laughs> Harper, what do you think I thought? I I think you were like, that was stupid as fuck. Bingo! I I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm kind of with Janie. Like I didn't hate it. I'm like firmly in the middle. I think it's perfectly fine. But it is fucking dumb beyond belief. I and not even like because you're... of you know stuff we get later in the movie, but just more the humor and more like the self-referential. Ooh, look how silly this is. I'm like, you've made it. You've made it worse by going. Look how silly this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you only get, like, when it comes to those particular elements of it, it's like, if you don't actively read comics, you're probably going to find them funnier. But, like, I think if you're a comic yeah, book fan, we're kind of abused to the absurd. I've yeah. accepted the fact that there's a giant fucking starfish alien that does, like, <laughs> face hugger shit. I've accepted that. It's not I was going to say spoilers, anymore. but it's like, they literally had a giant star at, like, the I don't think star like, was a, a, yeah, I don't think star was a spoiler. We could talk yeah, about that. I actually, the, the fucking trailer. I actually liked like the idea of Starro. I wanted Starro for the first Justice League so did movie, I. like way yeah. back when. Yeah, so Starro, the Conqueror. But when exactly. Starro shows up, they're like, "It's a freaking massive starfish!" What? It's like, yeah, we know. We why know. the fuck was it? Why was his eye liquid? That made me so uncomfortable. Is your yeah, eye it was, like, it was pretty gross. <laughs> if you told me if you told me that I was going to be watching a movie where Harley Quinn is in some eye liquid floating around while some rats go by her, I'd be like, "What movie?" I am was I certain. I was so Which certain movie? that the end of that movie, because they set up that polka dot man, like he becomes horribly disfigured if he doesn't do it like long enough, like you know, doesn't eject yeah. his polka dots. Like there's that scene where they're in the forest and he looks like fucking brundle fly from the fly and he like stumbles <laughs> off spews them all up and comes back normal i thought at the end of the movie it was gonna be like he's barely used them and he just looks fucking horrendous i thought that too. and then he just explodes and Same. like dies sacrifices himself and then takes out starro but instead starro gets taken down by the power of rats <laughs> i do find that fucking incredible though i did like, love the like, ending i will it's say it's absurd it was very. It was, but I was just like, "Oh man, he had his okay plague." So wait, Harper, what were your overall thoughts then? It's fine, Beth. I enjoyed it. I don't. I think it got a bit overhyped. I think a lot of people were like, "Acting this is a god's gift to superhero films," and it's like, "Yeah, it's a good movie." James Gunn's good. Mm -hmm. James Gunn's a good director. I like how he can handle obscure characters. But I don't think this is like the greatest comic book movie of all time. And I think you, whenever like a comic book movie is like good or decent, people tend to act like it's the greatest thing known to mankind. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Very I, I think so. I, like, I think that this movie has kind of left me feeling how Guardians Two left me feeling, where I'm kind of just like, okay, that happened. I, I, I never connected with Guardians Two. Second time, you got to watch. I think definitely second time Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is. Actually, because I, I, first I time did, is I don't know, like I did not like Guardians of the Galaxy two the first time I saw it. I Same. went, "That's bottom tier like MCU." It. And then the second time I saw it, I went, "That's fucking amazing!" Why yeah. didn't I like? I'm the exact it? same it's way. Really Harper. bizarre. Yeah. Everyone yeah. I know who likes that movie has had that same experience. It's bizarre. Mm -hmm. 
Like, honestly, quite bizarre. Uh, Sean, you went out, you bought a whole cosplay before (laughs) even seeing the movie. So what what are your thoughts? Um, Why would you do that? Because... (laughs) I'm dedicated to a hero story, and apparently, <laughs> apparently, I had a birthday uh, discount at Hot Topic, so made use of it. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! It's not it's not until the twenty second, but thanks. Okay. <laughs> but um, uh, I had I genuinely had a good time, but I do feel like this movie's a bit of a mixed bag in that there are things that I wish I got more of. Things I could have done without, and uh, there were other directions I felt like certain characters and things could have gone that I felt would have been better and made the movie stronger, at least for me. Um, okay. So that's my general. Would you have done without the part where Harley Quinn falls in love with some random fucking like that leader of the country? Stupid. Fucks him, then realizes he's that a piece monster of shit, between your legs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that moment was like JD meme of the week. I, yeah, I understand that... why people uh, critique that moment because it's like Holly's arc is if in relation to her leaving the Joker is kind of her gaining her independence or having her fall back yeah. into fucking some random leader guy makes no sense. If and it, like I get where they were going because they wanted they wanted to you know have the moment where she goes you know I promised myself that if I ever saw some red flags that I would shoot him dead and blah, blah, blah. But I don't believe that Harley would let herself get into this situation with that guy initially yeah. after learning that lesson. Uh, I guess yeah. we should say um, this might be a spoiler review. No, it's all or, spoilers. What are you every single about? time we do a review, it's spoiler. Yeah. I feel like, like that's a given. Fucking <laughs> boomerang. Characters. Yeah, your boomerang didn't do much in that film. <laughs> oh, it did more than the 2016 movie. I think... Of every death that happened, I think Captain Boomerang's impacted me a bit more than the <laughs> I, others. I, I like audibly I enjoy him so mm. much as a character, and he was yeah. good. In, I the thought he would last he was around. So fun, like and just in the helicopters, like how you going, Harles? We'll call you back to prison. So like he was very Please charismatic. Never do ever again. Yeah, yeah sorry, don't, I, don't do I, that. I won't. You know what, I won't. You know what I expected? I expected this movie to fucking like play around with the characters a bit more, so you're not sure mm. like who's going to go at any moment. But the yeah. start of the movie is just, we kill off the excess and then here's the other team and they treat it like, what a surprise. But we knew that going into the movie. So I wasn't yeah. shocked. I and then the rest of the movie plays out super generic. And then the characters that do die towards the end, you kind of like, oh yeah, that makes sense that they were going to die wish, there. I, I, the whole point of the Suicide Squad as a team is that you're not really supposed to know who's going to die, which yeah. is why it was always comprised of C and D characters. Um, but I just, it feels like we kind of knew, like, well, well, I knew we knew Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson was going. Was going to yeah, <laughs> we knew he was going. He and was fucking going was ASAP. Technically, the first death. He was. Yes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and I Which is what that. I bet on. Oh, come on. <laughs> and I think it's just kind of irritating the fact that I did kind of know who was going to die. Yeah. But it kind of ruins what makes in my opinion, Suicide Squad so interesting as a team is that you don't know who's going to die. You don't know what's going to happen. Like, well, did... obviously, like, obviously you're going to have like some characters who are going to survive either because they're like well-known characters or they're just somehow useful to Amanda Waller. But like, it just feels like I don't, I want to go into a Suicide Squad movie with like no knowledge of who's going to die. I yeah. want to be surprised about who's going to get like killed off. See, I, I had really no knowledge going into it. It's just that it was like, Everyone who died, you just none of them were like, yeah. "Whoa!" It was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay." Yeah, 
Uh, that being said, I'll, I'll kind of come on and say that I did find that going in for, like, not, not just the first team that all died. Later on, I got really attached to the characters and I didn't want them to die. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the main, like, the, the, the squad the second that we half, have... The second act is significantly better than the first. Yeah, of course, yeah. That second half of the movie kind of makes it a better movie, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What like, did you think? We didn't actually say. I know what you think, but, like, you know, say it for the... I liked it a lot. I thought it was really fun, and I want to see it again. Like I, I loved it. I generally had a lot of fun with it. You know, the, yeah, the, you, the saddest death for me You would say that, you that... fucking dull bludgeon dingo fucking wanker. The, the saddest death <laughs> for me was probably that, that bird that was in uh, Michael Rooker's cell. Um, really felt attached to that bird. Yeah, I did like how the it bird did came back around. Like, a different bird came and just ate him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, would, would the bird do that? <laughs> One thing I do I do like over the original film is that Gunn wasn't afraid to make the characters like actual criminals. Like that was my biggest complaint with like A's oh, is yeah. that yeah. they tried to play them off as like heroes and like the point of the Suicide Squad is that all these characters are giant dickheads. I gotta say, I do there love is that going they murdered like... a whole village of innocent people. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the funniest jokes in the movie. Exactly. We're here it's to like... rescue you. Uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, they saved me. <laughs> they just like, like why did my men really alert like, you? I, I didn't yeah. see anyone. Did you? Uh, I also drew. I think a standout character for me was Ratcatcher because I felt like she, like every Suicide Squad team, kind of has that one member who's a bit more morally, uh, like good compared to the rest of the team. And mm-hmm. that was kind of her role in the grand scheme of things. She was kind of like the heart in the sense. She was. Yeah. She was the good guy yeah. here. Like usually like that would be like Rock Sire, another character like that. But I just really enjoyed how. She just felt like she fit in with everybody, and like it was just really interesting to see her character play out because she is an original character. She doesn't come from the comics, so yeah. Someone said yeah, to that me in TDK. <laughs> <laughs> he also, I don't think we. He never actually died. He was just in critical condition. So where's that detachable kid spinoff coming? Exactly. <laughs> Pretty sure. Got no Peacemaker getting a spinoff series. He was yeah. so Honestly, nothing. Peacemaker was one of the weakest characters in the entire film, and I think we need to just, as a collective, accept that. Yeah, let's kill Short, Sean. Look, yeah, Sh- Sean's mad. I disagree, actually. Sean, you disagree? disagree? Really? He was not. I, I, I hate John Cena, so my my opinion's very biased. Yeah. But I, I thought he was see, better in this than Fast was and Furious. Well, yeah. It's not a high bar, Sean. Yeah, see, my problem isn't John Cena's performance. It's it was literally the character that I was just like, oh, they really. I mean, doing he, in the end, he was kind of like an antagonist to the team. He was. I mean, he wasn't kind of. He I mean, was. I thought his fights were very entertaining. <laughs> film, I, film analysis by Convo Hunter. He was. He was kind of an antagonist. <laughs> yeah, he straight up was. I thought he all killed of his, one, like, tried to kill another, and then got killed by the main hero. He is an antagonist. Like Peacemaker versus Brick Flag, that was one of the best fights in the whole movie. It was, but that it was, was the worst film with the helmet. A bit more, yeah. if I gave a shit about Peacemaker. Oh, yeah, the helmet part was very cool. Yeah, Good there's point. a lot of cool cinematography in this. But a follow-up message here went, I can't believe they put a Mortal Kombat fatality in the movie. Because you see his heart get fucking pierced and they were like that was literally a mortal combat <laughs> it was yeah you're right. 
Uh, I mean, visually, this film looks great. That's because I kind of expect that from James Gunn movies. It's a colorful They're going movie. to look good. Good cinematography, good lighting, good costume design. I expect that. Good sound design as well. It's like... Oh, costume design. Speaking of which, usually uh, in superhero movies and even just James Gunn superhero movies, so the Guardians movies, you don't see the actress put on the helmets very much. So Bloodsport wearing the helmet for a lot of moments in this movie shocked me. I thought he'd wear for one scene yeah. and that'd be it. So the fact yeah. that it was on for so long, I, I like that. And then it broke, and I was like, yeah, of course it has to break. Was, I, like, was like... I the only one who felt no attachment with uh, Bloodsport and his daughter? Like, when they oh, were like, fuck you! Yeah, fuck you! Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck me, shit. I thought you were like, <laughs> I just didn't like Bloodsport. I was like, how? Like Why do you say it like that, JD? Why did you go, shit, fuck me, dog? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> and why are you like frozen? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, is he oh, back. oh, thank He's God. Back. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the first casualty of the Suicide <laughs> Square. Yeah, I thought, my brain just, I thought my brain blew up for a minute. JD, JD, you're off mission. You're off mission. Yeah, you're off mission, JD. <laughs> oh, I'm swimming away. Whoa. I'm swimming away. Amanda Waller, she was great in this movie. Way yeah. less screen time I, than I, I expected. She is, like, she is, but I, I, the character is designed for you to fucking hate her. Mm-hmm. And she's designed like that across all media. But that yeah. doesn't, like, it doesn't. It's, I still cannot fathom how much I fucking hate her. I was hoping when they hit her with the golf when they hit her with the golf club, I was like, please just beat her to death. And I'm like, I don't want to feel this way about poor Viola Davis is doing a really good job in this movie. That's a testament. I think that's a testament to Viola Davis's skill of the character is that she can make you yeah, yeah, despise her. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Viola Davis is one of the best parts of the original movie because she was the one one of the few characters that was well casted and one of the few characters that just actually felt more like we were used to seeing them as. May I add that I don't want to see Viola Davis get hurt in any possible way. I just want to see Amanda Waller get her head fucking caved in because I fucking hate that character. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to clarify, this isn't like Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man where like Viola Davis Viola Davis been good since day one though. Like since that uh, since that Bruce Wayne after scene, ooh, I still get chills from that. Oh yeah. Stop stop working nights. I was like good comic book movie casting. They never really bring up Viola Davis and Amanda Waller when they should. Because yeah. it's fucking fantastic casting. I can't imagine anyone else playing Top that ten. character as Top well ten. as she can. Hey guys, how do you feel about Reebok jumpers, eh? Just <laughs> Are we sponsored by Reebok? I'm wearing Reebok no. underwear right now. Well, fuck, it fucking looks shitty. like it, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my John Cena tidy whiteies. I just fully ah, I my love I thought that scene was, was so dumb. funny. Oh, that was, so yeah. That scene was fucking hilarious. That's racist. <laughs> That's racist. Hey, uh, hey Sly, like... uh, Sylvester Stallone, what was it like making Suicide Squad? Ah, bird. <laughs> King Shark was very much the heart of this movie. Uh, what was with Fred. the fish scene, though? Just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that needed? New dumb no. friends. <laughs> That, that's my thing with this movie. There's think many they... things that weren't needed. I didn't need to see Polka Dot's me- uh, mom several times. Oh my god, movie. that was the joke that like when he was first, grinding like, on her. Like, we get it. He has mommy issues. Disgusting. The first time when he like looks at the team and they're all her, I was just like, okay, that's bizarre enough, but it's like shocking enough that it could work. But when the the finale of the movie is Polka Dot Man that's shooting Starro, and it's his, it's a giant mother, 
And she's like, Rah! I was like, what the fuck? Are it kind of lowered that. The, that moment for me. I, like, <laughs> absolutely lowered that moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I get that, you know, Pokemon Up Man evidently has a very horrific relationship with his mother, but I don't need to drilled into visually multiple yeah. times. I think James the job was like, joke's working three, shit. so let's do it three times, but that doesn't... Matter. It was like the music with Wonder Woman in the Snyder Cut. Like, you just kept dreading <laughs> oh, it when it happened again. <laughs> it's just like, okay, that's cool the first time, and maybe the second. Not really the 11th. Not at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but wait, hold on. What did we like about the movie? Wait, 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 wait. Sean, Sean, I got one thing to say, though. Nobody cares, Sean. Head. <laughs> Good thing for the movie. They told, I don't even think they told Sylvester Stallone to dumb down his voice. They're like, all right, Sly, here's your line. He just read yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thing I like. Thing I like. I mean, they didn't do enough with it, but like Rick Flag is a much better character. In the oh, game. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Interesting arc. Until they didn't really do anything with it towards the end. <laughs> After he died, it was just kind of like, okay. And then at the end, Ratcatch is like, Rick wanted us to expose this, and Idris Elba's like, Bloodsport coming to Fortnite. Get ready to get some dubs. He's coming to the island. <laughs> and he's gonna go full uh, set. <laughs> I liked Harley's mm. costume. Like, the main one she wore. Oh, it was great. Yeah. I like the sort of return to the black and red. The new 52. Like, I, like I got a... a lot of new 52 vibes from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also, it's like my a big issue with like the original movie costumes. I understand it's a Debbie Harry reference, but at the same time, it was pretty much only there to sexualize her and put her in like. Yeah, but Betty, you don't understand. She was quite Halloween fuck, So, like, let me watch my fucking Suicide Squad. I was going to say, it's like see. my favorite movie of all time. I know Margot Robbie. <laughs> Let me, let me look at Margaret Robbie's ass, please. Just please. I think me. Harley, this was the best movie for Harley Quinn out of the yeah. her yes, three appearances. Definitely. The fight scene, like that, the flowers. It was, yeah. it was the prison scene from Birds of Prey, but way better. Well, see, yeah. here's I the feel, thing. I feel a lot of pain that Harley Quinn has more appearances in the cinematic universe than Batman <laughs> does and hurts. Than Batman or The Flash? No, no, no. Well, he's both. He's, he's right. He's right because Batman is only a main they... character in two movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's a he cameos in Suicide he, Squad. Yeah, but... he cameos, but he's yeah. not She's a main tied character for Superman yeah. unless he counts Shazam's cameo. Yeah, Su- Superman's been in three films, and Harley Quinn's been <laughs> Harley in three Quinn films. So well, so has Wonder Woman. Way. Wonder Woman's got three. Uh, and I think she's got four. Oh, she does have four. Yeah. Wait. Another thing I like, another thing I like, is the fact that Gunn went out of his way to pick obscure characters, and to yeah. actually have them yeah. get killed off. So because that was like with Ayer, it's like we know damn well most of these characters are going to get killed off. I thought it would like, be further into the movie oh, though. Hogan. Yeah, yeah I thought we would lose. Like, I thought I was gonna be lose a bunch at the beginning and then lose like one. Gradually more, yeah. yeah I definitely. thought Captain Boomerang was gonna have more of a certain significant death. All right, Harper yeah, did something true. and I have no idea what. <laughs> I just missed him, man. I rolled the boomerang. Notice Harper's joke. I thought it was good. I was the only one who saw. I put the boomerang up to my face. I went, "Hello." Hello, and then I went. It's Paul Hogan, and I just lost it. I thought you said it's Paul Hogan. Hogan. No, it's Paul Crocodile Dundee, mate. Uh, I do wish Captain Boomerang lived longer, but moments he was alive, he was one of the best parts of that first team. 
Yeah. I just, but it the was so expected that that was going to happen. The about Weasel was fucking hilarious. Oh, Weasel was very. Yeah. <laughs> didn't need is that the that a weird? Yeah. One crap fucking dog is it? <laughs> yeah. You didn't need that. Just TDK, weasel. that's just letters. Yeah, all, all names are fucking letters, dickhead. <laughs> a lot of the humor didn't work in this, but a lot of humor did at the same time. Like a lot of yeah. jokes landed very well. I would say there's some parts that are really funny, but mostly overall, like it was really obvious joke. Like there were two parts that I loved. One was they're threatening the guy on the roof and oh, they're threatening the thinker. And the thinker goes, that's suicide. And then Rick Flag goes, yeah, <laughs> that's, well, kind, that's, of kind, thing. that's yeah. kind of our thing. And then Polka Dot Man just walks up like awkwardly behind and looks at him and goes, yeah. And then the scene cuts away. I just thought the way he said that was so funny. And then in the fucking meeting room, just that lady who takes over control from Amanda Waller is like, get on the satellites, Dale, you fucking dickhead. And then Dale in the background just goes, geez, okay. <laughs> Those two parts I thought was so fucking funny. There's a fucking good. What one part that I liked was with Blood uh, Bloodsport and Peacemaker when they're doing their whole like Lord of the Rings getting more kills than one another in the yeah. when they're taking out the camp and everything. And literally he's like, nobody likes a, a show off and Peacemaker, unless what they're showing is dope as whatever. It's dope but, like, as fuck. But yeah. the thing with it was I loved how Bloodsport, I don't know why Agreed. I got a kick out. Yeah, he's he like, acts damn. like a teenager right. where he's like damn he's right <laughs> he's right yeah that was good and like i'll give john cena credit his delivery on that is very good he's like unless what they're showing is dope as fuck <laughs> Bloodsport's I, I, like he's right <laughs> I, I would say that something that i appreciated about this movie was like and this kind of piggybacks off what beth said about them like like feeling like villains um like you know like dickhead villains Th- this feels very comic booky like like yeah. it looks comic booky and like yeah, the yeah. characters actually felt like in Iyer's movie they kind of just feel like just movie characters yeah, yeah. Netflix actually, original like, movie suicide squad yeah but, yeah, but here they actually best. felt like comic book characters it's also like, broken as, up into arcs kind of no, like as, as the saying goes if it walks like a comic book it talks like a comic book and shits like a comic book it's a comic book that's saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did feel like an actual comic book movie from like the suit, like Peacemaker. If this was like made in 2016. I feel like Peacemaker would just be wearing military uniform, and he might get yeah. a similar looking helmet later on. But here he's wearing. Like, you know a full who had a great costume? You know who had a great costume? Bloodsport coming to the island. <laughs> get ready to get some dubs. <laughs> Most of them had good costumes, but the way they talk... He put Superman into the ICU with a bullet. Which Superman? Uh, We'll get back to that later. Going back and forward between, like, 18 minutes ago, this was, like, three days ago, stuff like that. That felt like a comic book, in a way. Showing different perspectives. I think James Gunn, as a director, understands how to make a comic book movie feel like a comic book. Mm -hmm. Which is something that a lot of movies have felt ashamed of being for, like, so long, which is... Like, you can see with a lot of older comic book movies, they were ashamed of being comic book movies. And you can just tell by the costume design, the way the characters are written, etc. But I feel like James Gunn just... Yeah, yeah, I was was going to say X-Men. They despised being comic book movies. But I think with Gunn, it's like he has this appreciation of what he's adapting, and he wants to sort of give people, like, his version of that, but still make it feel like they're reading a comic book. You know, and I really appreciate that about Gunn's directing style. Yeah, for sure. How uh, does he direct if he's just add? a gun, though? I love the ending. Makes no like, sense. what I also loved is that Starro wasn't just, like, you know, the typical villain or whatever. Oh, my God. I love that so final, depressing. I love that final <laughs> I love line it. with, 
I was happy floating, looking at the stars. The stars where it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, you're like, him character. it wasn't really his fault. Holy he shit, though. They did Earth. the thing. They did the fucking thing. You kill the big thing, and then all the little ones died, too. They did that thing again. Yeah. We're well, doing this yeah. again. It's always that. I, just, I think the character that ended up not being used in the way I expected to was the thinker. Because, like, he the way the promotion... Yeah, like the promotion material kind of made it seem like he'd be more of like a member of the squad, but then he was yeah. like his own kind of thing. But I do like Peter Capaldi a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I just love too. that line. Starro, the conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I like the scene where he's telling Rick Flagg that it was all the Americans, because I never would have thought I would see Peter Capaldi as the thinker just saying fuck like every other five words. Because he was like, it was your fucking government who did it. And I was just like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, like desensitized to the Peter Capaldi swearing. But like, just him as the thinker swearing is fucking hilarious to me. Did you guys like the way they called back to the bullet thing? Because they have the showdown with yes. the bullet. Yeah, yes. I like that. I like that scene. That scene would have been so much better if we didn't get that fucking after credit scene, though. Are you oh, fucking yeah. kidding shit. me? Isn't it oh, wild? No peacemaker, sure. I'm been, uh, oh, we don't need it. What do we gain it, from it? Isn't it wild that we've had two thinker adaptations and no fucking Wally West? <laughs> Fuck, man. Life Bruh. is not fair. Two thinkers? It's <laughs> the best yeah, we got a better, We've had a expect? better Captain Boomerang adaptation and a better Wally West adaptation. Oi, yeah. there. <laughs> Your okay. Australian accent just sounds like Richard. JFK. Richard. No, JFK, sorry. <laughs> Definitely oh, not Richard Nixon. <laughs> what do you guys rate the movie? I guess we'll go one on one. Like a like a five or a six. It's perfectly Damn, fine. Probably six. a six. Okay, JD. Yeah, I'd say. Well, JD's slowly going. Four. Four out of ten. Wow. Seven. Sean. I'll give it a seven. I had a good That's time. A There's just That's things I would have liked Sean. different. Six, seven, six, four, six, and eight. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's 8.5. I, I, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, but I, I think technically like there some aspects of it that could have been better. Yeah, for sure. Phew. Um, hi, guys. This is a little different. Uh, it's just me right now, and it is currently late at night. I am editing, and this episode might be the first in the hero story history, I think, of the lost footage. The lost episode. Um... Yeah, this episode went a little off the rails at times, a little chaotic, and a lot of technical difficulties. Uh, too much to the point where editing will take way too long. So, hours upon hours, we were originally going to edit it. Sean actually was going to help me out. We both went to the same, well, not the same school, but the same program where we learned how to edit and do audio and all that. So he's like, I got you, man. But after looking at it all, it's like this its a bit of a mess. So, uh, we're going to cut it there. We're just going to do the Suicide Squad review because we had no issues there. The Mark Wade announcement, we had no issues with. It's when we started the news of the week, it started to get a little technical difficulty. Like, so, we'll probably go more in depth in, on what happened. Uh, the, the issues we went through for audio and video and, yeah, the whole thing of Amanda Waller kicks people, which we thought was a great idea, ended up being, like, we are going to break this call. So, <laughs> oops. So, yeah, we're going to end the episode there. Uh, next week, we're talking with Mark Wade. That that episode, I believe, should be out regular time, as usual. Maybe even a little bit earlier than that. We'll see. Uh, I don't know the exact time 
the requirement of wage yet, but we have a day to set. Uh, so then, then the week after that, I believe it's just a regular podcast episode. So maybe that'll be the day that we will kind of tell you guys what exactly went down here. Maybe, but yeah, just editing issues and all that means that we're gonna we're gonna cut it there. I'm the editor of this group, and it is far too late and far too much to do. Which I feel like I repeated myself saying a few times there. So yeah, cutting it there. Thanks for listening. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, I will retell a story that I told when we were recording on a review that we got. So if you're listening, person who sent the dog review, I will retell it later on. But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Sorry this episode's way shorter than the usual ones, but I hope you guys enjoyed our little Suicide Squad uh, outfits and our review and all that. What?